Ben, we have a guest with us today. Yes, we do. Uh, who was that? Who was that lucky, lucky guest today? Well, well, special guest, I should say. Back by popular demand, it is TK from There Was an Idea podcast. Welcome back, TK. Hi, it's really exciting to work with you guys again. So thank you for having me back. Now, TK, before you put yourself back on mute here, there are, before we, I mean, before we move <laughs> forward, there are three things since we're talking about the MCU again. And I get to do That's it right. last time because we had other guests with us. I have three questions I have to ask you. I'm ready. One, these are these are all essential questions. You get one wrong and, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see about oh, your future. He does then put yourself back on me. This is between me and TK. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Question number one, who's your favorite MCU character? Steve Rogers. Okay, I'll accept that. That's uh, that's that's allowed. That's allowed. That's allowed. Thank God. Allowed. All right, I feel like the, I'm really the in the hot seat answer. right now. This must be how my students feel. <laughs> the correct answer was Tony Stark, but yeah, that's okay. Oh, okay. oh, that's, well, thank I you think, for accepting me. Still, well, Steve Rogers is still he's he's still top three for me, so that's okay. You're good. All right. Number two, number two. Actually, you know, I only have two questions. What is your favorite MCU film? This is difficult. Take your time. Take your time. Now, this question is more it's, important than the last question. So it's hard. I go back and forth between Infinity War and Endgame. Okay, no, 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 no. That's it. We're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> nope. We're all we're all good. Ben, we can. That's we can okay. Either well, of those absolutely. is okay. Well, I, I was going to say, okay, right? I was going to say because I go back and forth between Infinity War and Endgame. My favorite non-Avengers film is Winter Soldier. Oh, yes. yeah, you're allowed then. You're allowed. Yes. You're allowed. Oh, Congratulations. Allowed. You, you won. So you won. What, what a wrong answer would have been. Uh, for a dark world, <laughs> Guardians Two. We're good then. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> you want Ben All over right. with Winter Soldier? You want me over with Infinity War and Endgame? So, <laughs> All right, thank War also would have been a respectable. That's to both worlds. Answer. Also up there. Also yeah. up there. All right. Well, congratulations oh, for passing. She passed. She passed. I feel so yes. relieved. Well, with that, I guess we can move on, Rod. Yes. Okay. <laughs> for now. All right, we'll have That's a different first, set first of trials. two questions next time. So today's topic, let's get into it. First of all, it was just a the fun little idea to do do a little fan cast for uh, Fantastic Four, which we'll get into, which uh, is a, a upcoming movie. We don't know when, but it's coming from John Watts at some point. I'm sure we're all pretty excited for that. And there's been some rumors swirling around with Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness that there might be some different characters showing up some some different actors playing some characters we've already seen before as well so we thought we'd do a fun little episode here with uh recasting some of the characters we've known to grow and love and i think we learned (laughs) i i know i learned pretty quick how difficult this is because when it comes to casting marvel is is top tier (laughs) with 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 most everyone they choose so yeah, a lot of this was hard. Um, Do you find this pretty difficult too, TK? Very much so. As you said, the MCU casting is, it cannot be touched. So there were so many of these characters that I, it's so difficult to see anybody else in the role, but still it, it was a fun, if challenging exercise. And what about you, Red? <laughs> Walk in the park. This was, I had, I, you know what? I struggled with like four. I did struggle with about four. Um, but most of this was actually kind of, was not too challenging at all. I want to say piece of cake, but it wasn't. It was there were some difficult decisions to be made. I had to make some business decisions for the betterment maybe, of the MCU. Maybe Marvel will hire you if 
So well, you know, never retired. TK, you should know that I, Kevin and I have a special relationship. We have brunch every Sunday, so I do help him from time to time uh, with some casting decisions. What does Kevin order for brunch? That's between me and Kevin. I'm sorry. That's that, that's not allowed. Okay, that's fair. That's but he does have a couple mimosas. He's a mimosa kind of guy. He likes some. He likes some mimosas. I can I can see that? I can see that. Oh yeah. Then we go out in the court and play some tennis right afterwards. Kevin, we have a great relationship, TK. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll tell him to hit you up one day, though. Maybe maybe he'll be on your podcast. You know, I'd appreciate that if you can make that connection. Well, Kevin's a busy man, but I'll see if I can fit him in. You know, I'll see. I'll see what I can do. Pull some maybe, he, maybe he can be on our podcast, too. Nah, not right. exactly. No? no? Okay. No. Okay. No. Yes. <laughs> Makes no. sense. No. All right. Well, enough talk about tennis. Uh, let's move on to our fan <laughs> casting for Fantastic Four. Ah, I see what you did there. No, uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't. I don't know what you did there. A little something. Let's start with the thing. I guess we'll we'll go by character here, and let's hear from our guests first. Who who did you choose, and maybe a little blurb about why for the thing? I'm gonna preface this by saying I'm not super familiar with the Fantastic Four. I've never read the comics that include them, other than Civil War, which I just read. I am so happy that you have read Civil War, TK. That makes me because that's my favorite comic book of all time. Is Civil War amazing? I was so into it, and I didn't think after having seen the movie first, I didn't think it would be as engaging as it was, and it's really great. Now we just got to get Ben on board and and and, and read <laughs> and read Civil War. But I'm 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 sorry for interrupting. I just no, I'm that's glad. okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm I'm glad you loved it. So I have that. And I have some vague memories of the earlier iterations of Fantastic Four films. So I'm just going to put that out there, that I don't have the same level of connection to these characters as some of the others. But I was thinking, for this character of the thing, I was thinking Jake Johnson of New Girl fame. But I think more importantly to this role, the voice work he did as Peter B. Parker in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The MCU does this great thing where they either cast up-and-comers who are well-known to a certain extent, but haven't quite cracked that household name status yet, or they kind of cast people who were known for something a little bit different and kind of reinvigorate their career. And I I could see Jake Johnson as being a really valuable addition to the MCU. As a big New Girl fan, I wholeheartedly agree. Good choice, good choice. She's just like, I mean, between the New Girl... Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. and 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 civil war comment. I mean, uh, Ben. I mean, we can just end the podcast right now. I'm so man. glad that I'm passing all the tests today. I mean, I mean, it's just flying colors. Incredible. Seriously, Benjamin. Seriously. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, Rod. Yeah, my fan cast for a thing. Uh, now this band's already in an MCU movie, so obviously it's not going to work. It can't happen. But uh, Brian Tyree Henry was my choice as uh, Ben Grimm. I think. First of all, I think he has. I don't think he gets enough credit of an, as an actor. Um, I don't know if any if you guys watch Atlanta, but I think it's incredible in Atlanta. And between the stuff he did in that little film with Steve McQueen, uh, Widows, which he was really great in. And, uh, oh my God, Ben, I'm drawing a blank on the other film he was in, just for like a brief minute. Joker. Joker, yeah. Yeah. Uh, very small scene, but the, the guy has dramatic chops. And I think this that physical build as well. 
I think he could pull off a thing quite well. So, yeah, that's why, that's why I went with Brian Tyree Henry. I think he's got really good dramatic chops, and I think just the physical build himself. I think he'd be a really, really good Ben Grimm. Nice. So I struggled with this one for some reason quite a bit. Um, and I was, I was trying to go with someone who is uh, quite ripped, if you will, and uh, even looking at like some wrestlers that could go over into acting. But I don't know wrestling at all, so <laughs> the names meant nothing to me. And uh, Bautista and then people like him uh, already, some of them are already in the MCU. So anyway, I went with, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his last name right, but I went with Eli Gorey, Gorey maybe, from, or I know him mostly from One Night in Miami. He played uh, Cassius Clay. He's got the, you know, boxing, the, the fighting skill there, and he's pretty, he's pretty buff. So that transition, um, you know, be pretty, pretty good. I think. Yeah, I thought his his acting in that as the, you know, Cassius back then kind of had a little little ego to him <laughs> in the movie. So uh, I think that captures the character pretty well. Uh, I have no comics background as well, just the movies, and I've seen those older ones, uh, the Fantastic Four movies, of a while ago <laughs> on TV. So yeah, I don't I don't have the biggest knowledge of the Fantastic Four, but. Eli Corey was my choice. He was actually on my short list nice. to put on there. Uh, just because because of what you said about the boxing. I was like, yeah, he, he did pretty good in those boxing scenes. Huh? He yeah. made a good choice. Plus, he's still kind of an unknown. Like He's yeah. not really as popular, I guess, as some of these other people we may, we may talk about later mm-hmm. um, or who are already established in the MCU. But yeah, he's, he's, a, he's not a bad choice either, Ben. He's not a bad thank, choice you. Either. thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, we have started out strong with the thing but now let's flame on and move on to human torch uh, oh 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 benjamin oh, oh starting off early okay all mm-hmm. right tk who'd you have sure so again with not too much knowledge of who this character really is like with who the essence of this character really is i chose anthony ramos who i most recently saw in in the heights and really enjoyed his performance at least in that movie he carried like a little bit of a of a cockiness and a smoothness to him. Again, he's an up and comer who some people are familiar with, but not everyone. And he's has, I think he has a little bit of more action franchisey stuff in his resume, or at least coming up, I think he's going to be doing something transformers related. So he's a little bit younger too. I think he's only about 30 years old. So I thought that he, he could be a good fit here. Anthony Ramos. You know, I, I thought he was really good in in the Heights. I think that I, I thought that was the first thing I ever saw him in was that movie. But he, he also had like a really, really small part in A Star is Born. He played out the, the best friend to uh, Lady Gaga. He's he is a that's a good choice. I like that. I, I think because you're like he's not too much of a known just yet. And I, and uh, I like that choice. I like that choice a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I went with someone who's still not maybe as well known, but he's been in a couple of things that people probably have definitely seen uh, most re- no- recently, probably in the last two seasons of Stranger Things, I think it was. And then he was uh, he played Jason in the Power Rangers. And that's Doc Ray Montgomery. I love this guy. This guy is a great actor. And I spe- he really impressed me in Power Rangers a lot. I love that movie wholeheartedly. And I thought he was a really, really good Jason. He bought a, a good amount of cockiness to it, but also a good amount of leadership as well. And he did this movie a couple of years ago called, oh, was it like a small little rom-com called The Broken Hearts Gallery, which he was also really good in. 
And then, of course, in Stranger Things, he's just playing a complete jerk pretty much the entire show or for the entirety of his run. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think because Johnny Storm is a bit more on the cocky side, and I think Doc Gray Montgomery fits that role perfectly. Excellent. Yep. I uh, I saw that name when you sent it to me, and I was like, oh, Stranger Things guy. That's that good. All right. Mine... Maybe he's not as as cocky in his recent roles, I guess, but I think I think he could pull it off. Uh, I threw in Taryn Edgerton, or Egerton, however you say it. Honestly, I forget if I looked up names or he just kind of popped in my head. But once I had him in there, I couldn't couldn't take it away. <laughs> I I think he's uh, yeah, I think he could pull off that role well. He's got some little action stuff with the Kingsman movies, so I think he'd need fitting quite well. And then uh, if they need him to to sing as well. I don't know. <laughs> they could do a little singing. He's got a he's got a good voice. So, yeah, dude, he was also on my short list too. Like Doctor <laughs> Montgomery was my first choice, but he That's was funny. like he was either second or third. I was like, Tara Egerton's he can play a cocky little prick. So yeah, he's not he's not a great 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 picks, guys. We're off to a great start. Yeah, great start. I think so. All right. Well, maybe some of these picks you won't see coming because we're talking about invisible woman invisible you can't see ben's puns on the other (gasps) oh gosh all right maybe that'll get better as we go along too Um, maybe we'll see we'll see but this is a i i want to i want a movie with these three women that would be awesome um but let's let's hear first from tk who you got sure and maybe i just chose this person because i would love to see her in the mcu it's anna de armas she was fantastic in knives out she was doing her action thing in no time to die. And I, I think if she's not already a household name status, she's going to be that. And I would love to see her in the MCU. So without, again, having too much knowledge of who the essence of this character is, I I just want to see her in the MCU. Now, I do have a question for you. Have you seen the movie War Dogs? I was getting ready to ask that question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have to admit, I haven't. It, is that a counterpoint? Is that a counterpoint to, to casting her here? No, no, uh, no, okay. no, 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 no. You've seen, <laughs> you've the... seen, you've seen the, you've seen all her other stuff, all her other work. So right. you're, you're okay. You're, you're okay. But go just watch the... War Dogs, though. Yeah. Go watch War Dogs. Just a little inside hey. joke because uh, <laughs> we, we both love the Armas a lot, but uh, Rod likes to claim that he saw her first in War Dogs. Did uh, I see? Did. I see. Okay, so War he Dogs. can, he can. Yeah. I was on the I was on the bandwagon. Yep, I was on the bandwagon first. So, <laughs> by the way, everyone goes. I'm going to watch Dogs. it this weekend. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Yeah. And she's playing, uh, she's uh, traditionally not blonde, which I think Invisible Woman is, but uh, she's playing Marilyn Monroe in an upcoming movie and donning a blonde wig. So there we go. Her casting lies on how she does it Mar- as Marilyn Monroe. There yep. we go. <laughs> so we'll have to watch out for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Your actress, Rod, has worn many wigs. I don't know her natural hair color, actually. But who, I who do. I, I lose. I, I, I've lost count, <laughs> yeah. honestly. I, I can't. I don't even know. But I went with Mackenzie Davis. Uh, Mackenzie Davis, to me, is one of... She's up there, Ben, where Shailene Woodley is one of the more underappreciated actresses we have right now. There, She did this show on AMC called Halt and Catch Fire, which is spectacular. Uh, it's a really, really good show, and she really shows a lot of her dramatic chops in that series. And then she got to show off her action chops in Terminator Dark Fate. Now, I'm not going to lie. I quite enjoyed Dark Fate. I know a lot of Terminator fans don't like that movie. I, for one, quite enjoyed it, and I thought she was easily the best part about that film. Uh, she bought a, Even though she's playing a you know version of some kind of uh, sentient being, Benjamin, I guess we would call her, uh, she 
brought a lot of heart to that role. So she was great in that. She was great in this movie too with Charlie Theron back in 2017 or 18 called uh, Tully. She was really, really great in that film too. So she's done a couple other small things. She was in The Martian, guys. Uh, she played one of the uh, analysts, I think, for NASA in that film. And then she was in one of my, fa- my guilty pleasure films that Ben does not appreciate uh, that awkward moment. You, know, you didn't like it. You didn't like it. It was, yeah, it was all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> go back on mute, buddy. Just go back on mute. But anyway. Uh, yeah, Mackenzie Davis to me would be a really good choice to play Sue Storm. Uh, she is she's a good choice, um, and she may appear later in our in our recasting as well. Well, spoiler alert. But anyway, um, my actress is fairly unknown. I would say I've seen her in Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three, which is an excellent show on Hulu based off a Stephen King book. She was in Enemy opposite Jake Gyllenhaal. And apparently she was in Black Bear, which I haven't seen, but it's definitely on my list. Um, that Aubrey Plaza movie. Oh, I know who you're choosing. God, I yes. know. Oh man. This is Sarah Gaydon or, or oh, Gadon. I, I'm bad with last name, guys. Um, she's really good in Black Bear. I like her in Black Bear. Okay. I definitely checked that out. But yeah, she's she's one of the uh, you know, one of the Jake's wives <laughs> in uh, in Enemy and uh is is incredible so she has blonde hair so that was a big plus for me um but she's yeah she's really underrated i wish she gets uh casted in more stuff and of course there's other movies i need to see her in as well but she's she's really good i i would like to see her in an action um mcu movie so there you go now let's move on to the last of the fantastic four some of these choices might be a stretch (laughs) but this is who we have for Mr. Wow. Fantastic. Thank you. All right, TK, take it away. All right. So I said before, the MCU has done a great job with people who you know, but then bringing them in in a way that you necessarily wouldn't necessarily expect, right? Thinking about the way in which Iron Man reinvigorated Robert Downey Jr.'s career and things like this. So I chose a guy who's been around for a while but who has never really had that leading man role in a film, as far as I know. And I think he can do it. And it's Joshua Jackson. And I'm thinking specifically of his work on Fringe and how he plays a character on Fringe who has this like genius IQ. And Rod is reacting right now. And I don't know if it's good or bad. Probably good. I still can't tell Rod. <laughs> I can't tell love Joshua Jackson. That's a okay. great choice. Okay. Oh man. Go. Thank goodness. Thank goodness I have passed the rod test. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see this guy in more, more stuff. And he's done a lot of TV, like the affair and little fires everywhere. And he's great in that stuff, but I just want to see him in a bigger role because I think fringe proved that he can do the sci-fi. I, I think he can go into franchise type stuff and I'd love to see him here. If you love Joshua Jackson, what go, I don't know if you have Showtime or not, but watch the affair. He is so freaking good in The Affair, one of my all-time favorite series. Yes. I never yes. finished it, but I watched a couple seasons, at least the first season, and uh, he, he's, he's excellent. Oh, my God. That guy is an incredible actor. That is it. Oh, my goodness. What a great choice. F- follow that up, Benjamin. Oh, wait. It's my turn. Damn it. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I can't follow Joshua Jackson. That's, that's, that's a really, really good choice. An unexpected choice, but a really great choice. Um, so I went with a guy then who... If I didn't see this movie last year, I don't know if I would have chosen him. He might not have been my first choice. But after seeing The Green Knight, I am on the Dev Patel train. I think Dev Patel would be a great choice 
as Reed Richards, first of all, it'd be a different choice, right? It wouldn't be your, you know, your typical well, Ian, what, Ian Goof, Goofard, Goofard, I don't know. Griffin, something Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can't stand the guy. And, or a Miles Teller. Yeah. I think that'd be a bold casting choice for Marvel if they made that, if they made that choice. Dev Patel is one of these actors where I feel like with each role, he continues to get better and better. Uh, this past week, I actually, even though it has Army Hammer, I watched for the first time uh, Hotel Mumbai, I believe uh, it's called, with him and Army, Army Hammer. Not the not a bad movie at all, but he was really good in it. Uh, Lion, which I, which I think is a really, really solid film. Between, yeah, between Lion and Hotel Mumbai, He's a, he's proven to be a really, really good actor. But then with the Green Knight, I was like, no, this guy's a fantastic actor. He showed me that he has leading man material. So, yeah, for me, Dev Patel all the way would be a really, really great choice for for uh, Reed Richards. Also, Newsroom. Newsroom. He's also great in the Newsroom as well on HBO. Good choice. Good choice. Now, with your choice of uh, Brian Tyree Henry, it wouldn't really work. This one wouldn't really work either uh, was my choice. Which uh, I, I I got the name, wrote it down. I was like, yes, and then I was like, oh, he's going to show up in Secret Invasion. But I have Kingsley Benadire, which will be another little reunion with him and Eli Gurry from uh, One Night in Miami. But uh, yeah, I was I was looking at that cast, and I was like, he he played that uh, leadership role very well with the uh, Malcolm X and the assertive, and I think he would make a really good you know captain of the team. Really good, Mister Fantastic, and I need I need to see more from him. Uh, apparently, he was in Noel. I don't really remember that movie that much. Uh, sorry, Noel fans. And I still need to see uh, King Arthur: Legend no, of the don't. Sword. No, no, no. okay. No. Well, no. I'm gonna save those two hours right there. <laughs> okay. I think he's in a lot of theater stuff as well, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. A lot, of, a lot of stuff on Broadway. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited for his career. Which so. Disney gets a lot of them. They get a lot of those. Uh, People from from Broadway. I think Daisy. I think that's where Daisy started, right? Daisy Ridley uh, from Star Wars. Oh. And I think John Boyega was also. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he, he did a lot of Broadway stuff before Star Wars as well. So interesting. All right, so that is our Fantastic Four fan cast. We will jump in now to the Marvel recasting. So our criteria here: we had to recast the OG six Avengers. Uh, which we'll get to last so we can build up the anticipation. And then we had free range for however many other characters you wanted to do. So we have compiled quite a list here. So we'll go through, I guess, uh, I'll read the character and we'll go through the castings of the one of us that, that casted the character and then the two and then the three. Anyway, it'll make sense once we get going. Okay, so if we're ready to go, we'll jump into it. All right. So starting off uh, with the humans, people that didn't have powers, uh, a lot of this coming from TK. So get ready. <laughs> Aunt, oh May. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt May, who we recently saw in, uh, in the most recent movie, No Way Home. But who did you have as a recast? I want to preface all of this by saying that I think for most of the people who I decided, most of the characters who I decided to recast, it's not because I don't like Right. The person who is already playing that character. Right. Because in most cases, as at least you and I said, Ben, you know, apparently Rod is a, a caster who. Uh, I'm who a casting would genius. Be lucky to have. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. 1,000%. Okay. You're lucky to have me on their payroll. Okay. Exactly. 
But as you and I said, Ben, it is tricky because Marvel does such a good job. But I love Marissa Tomei in the role. I really do. I have been thinking a lot lately about Sandra Bullock. And I had this image in my mind of Sandra Bullock playing Aunt May. And I just couldn't get it out of my head. She could bring in a little bit of that 90s rom-com feel to it, that charming awkwardness. She recently also did an interview with Jimmy Kimmel, and maybe this is what was on my mind, in which he and and she were joking about her being in the new Spider-Man movie. And it was really funny. And I just was thinking, Sandra Bullock as Aunt May, I, I wouldn't hate it. In fact, I think I would like it. I would like it as well. Uh, I was surprised Aunt May was one of your choices for the characters to recast, but but with Sandra Bullock, I big thumbs up for me. I just looked up too, and she's the same age as uh, Marissa Tomei. So okay, now TK is gonna be mad at me, Ben, for this. I Uh-oh. am not the biggest Sandra Bullock fan at all. I think she is a tad bit overrated, if you ask wow. me. But she's still a good actress. I'm just not the biggest, <laughs> uh, not the biggest fan. However, I could see it. Just remember, you don't want to kick me off of the podcast because of all of the reasons we've already established. No, 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 no. See, you don't have any. Stri- <laughs> you haven't seen. See, you're not like uh, like our buddy Zach or anything who has like 20 <laughs> strikes already. Call uh, out you, Zach. You, yeah, you, you, have, you don't have you don't have any strikes yet. 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 You're still on our good side. All right. So just. Uh, Thank goodness. You're, you're, you're safe. You're safe. You're safe. And I think she'll still be safe with this uh, next choice as well. Uh, the character might not be our, our favorite, uh, Jane Foster, but we will be seeing her again in oh, the next on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold next on. Thor you movie. Said, <laughs> okay, Ben. Yeah. Uh-uh, I know, uh-uh. I know, I know, uh-uh. I know, I know, I know. You're not a huge uh, Natalie Portman in Blockbuster fan. I'm not. Uh, Dang, look at that. He's... I, man, I, I'm man. I listen. He remembers. Sometimes. Yep. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> but for the role of Jane Foster and and possibly, I think it's confirmed, Lady Thor uh, in the next film. Who who did you choose, TK? So I was thinking about this too, and Jane Foster is one of the very few characters in the MCU who I think was maybe miscast because I do like Natalie Portman. Don't get me wrong, but I just sometimes I wonder if she was right for this role. And I thought Emma Stone, because we have seen Emma Stone play the scientist type role in Spider-Man, in The Amazing Spider-Man. And we've seen her become a leading woman in Cruella. And wouldn't it be amazing to see her as Thor? So I couldn't get Emma Stone out of my head. And Rod is reacting again. So I'm not sure what that means. I am so happy right now. Oh, my goodness. Ben, that's a great choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Fuck you, Marvel, for casting Natalie Portman. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Damn you. Now I can't get that image out of my head. Oh, those movies would be so much better. It does sound pretty awesome, yeah. Oh, She's a little goodness. younger, but I still think it would work. Oh, her chemistry with Chris Hemsworth would be ridiculous, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need a minute. Go, go, on, go, on, go on. All right. Uh, next on the list, Maria Hill. This is me again, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I, I I apologize. There there were some strange choices when you said recast X number of characters. I, I just my brain went All in good. weird directions. Okay, so Maria Hill. This is another one like Jane Foster, where despite the fact that I really like Kobe Smulders in How I Met Your Mother, I 
I just don't know. There's like something to her in the role of Maria Hill. I don't know if it's her or the writing or just who the character is, but it didn't always fit to me. So I was thinking who could maybe somebody a little bit older, somebody who could go toe to toe with Samuel L. Jackson as Fury a little bit more, somebody with a little bit more experience. And I thought of Rosie Perez. And I was thinking of her recent role as a a police officer in Birds of Prey. And I just, I couldn't get her out of my brain. So I went with Rosie Perez for Maria Hill. A little bit older, a little different vibe, but I would argue that it would work. First of all, first of all, first of all, great choice. Great choice. That's that's a very interesting choice there. Now I'm thinking back about her scenes in Birds of Prey. I'm like, yeah, she, her back and forth with Nick Fury would be, or with Samuel Jackson would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I do still love Kobe in the role, though. I do love Kobe in the role. That's because I'm a big comic mother fan. I think Kobe's excellent. But uh, that, yeah, man, she's killing today, Ben. She's putting us, she's putting us a shame. Oh, thank God. Mm -hmm. God. Uh, Yeah, I definitely agree with that, too. Uh, I need to see more of her work. I've only seen Birds of Prey and Do the Right Thing, I believe. Oh, Road to El Dorado. Just a voice. Uh, That's a good movie. Anyway, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> this is a character we lost pretty early in the franchise. Don't know if he would have the the same fate um, in the movies, at least. But he's a big star of a TV show that I like. That is that is a question that I have. Uh, by the way, the character is Phil Coulson. Oh um, God, <laughs> no, yes. no! <laughs> I yeah, I I love Clark Gregg in the role. I do have a question, TK. Do you? Uh, have you watched and what is your enjoyment level of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? All right. That's why I need to preface this. I was thinking of the Avengers 2012 and his other appearances in the MCU proper. I've seen some of Agents of of S.H.I.E.L.D. I intend to go back and finish it at some point. Okay. Okay. But I have not seen all of it. I'll take that. All right. Rod looks upset. Is it because you (laughs) love Clark Gregg? Uh, It's because I love Clark Gregg and I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a terrible TV show, but that's a conversation for another day. It is not. You should go back and finish it. I know, I know, no, absolutely not, absolutely not. Hit so bad, Kevin Feige doesn't even consider a canon. So there you go. Well, the, all right, that's another conversation. Anyway, okay. All right, I appreciate that. I'm kind of in the middle here, where it's like I've seen some of it, but not all of it. Um, okay, so I was thinking of the movies specifically, and I gotta be honest. This is an instance in which the actor was on my mind more than the character at first. And I was like, oh, how do we get this actor in? He could have been Phil Coulson. And it's Kyle McLaughlin. And I was thinking of Twin Peaks and Agent Cooper. And I just love this dude. I love Kyle McLaughlin so much. So I I could see him as a Coulson. It's nothing against Clark Gregg. I love Clark Gregg as well. He was also the captain uh, in How I Met Your Mother. Yes, that's right. And uh, the funny thing was, he goes uh, toe to toe with Clark Gregg in Agents of Shield. I don't know if you've gotten to that season. See, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> so I apologize. You probably That's read it, funny. and if you thought I had seen it, but no, yeah. I, I didn't know that. All right. He, uh, I guess, not exactly toe to toe, but he has he is a recurring character. His his arcs his arc is good. I like it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I yeah, like you said, Clark Gregg uh, is wonderful in the role. And it would be cool to get him into the movies because I do like him. Good old Kyle. Any any words, Rod? You cannot replace Clark Grant with <laughs> Phil Coulson. Okay. But I think T kind of understands that, though. So it's okay. We can move on. All right. Uh, she still passes the test, though. 
She's she's still oh, good. Good, good. Okay, so those are the humans. Let's move on now to aliens, if you will, and and people with powers. Well, not quite. There's one uh, a few later. Anyway, uh, but keeping with TK, she has a character from the third fourth <laughs> third Thor movie. Uh, this is Valkyrie. So who's your choice? Oh, I'm excited for this one. Okay. Again, this is not one where I feel like they miscast. I think Tessa Thompson is perfect, but there's another person who I feel like would make a great addition to the MCU, and I could see her in this role, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. The sarcasm yeah. and just that charming swagger. Aubrey Plaza, she could do it. Oh, man. That all. Oh. Big agree. Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a really that's a really really big agree right there. Oh, damn, that's a great choice because lately her career lately has just been so freaking good. Post Parks and Rec between Black Bear, Angry Goes West, which is a film everyone should go so see. So good, so freaking good. And then she just had a Sundance film out called Emily the Criminal this past year, and she was I didn't I wasn't the biggest fan of the film overall, but her performance was just stupid. It's probably one of the, my three favorite performances of the entire festival. It was, yeah, she's she's crazy good. I thought you were going to say of the year. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. of this very very uh, short year. So. Yeah, <laughs> cool, cool. that's a great choice, TK. Oh my yes. god! All right, yeah, let's Tessa Thompson. You can't replace her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's see if she can keep the ball rolling. Uh, TK, you also recasted a very recent character in Icarus. This is where. I put Dev Patel because like Rod, I was thinking of the green Knight, which is an incredible movie and thinking about the gravitas that he carried thinking about how he, he seems like he can really capture a, a gray area very well. And I think the character of, of Icarus has that. And there was something very, uh, I was thinking of the epics and the myths and I could see Dev Patel in that Icarus role. You see, I'm thinking of, because, I, well, I think Eternals is a masterpiece. If I have any like, small nitpicks, one of them is, while I enjoyed the chemistry between Madden and Gemma Chan, it wasn't really the greatest. You know, I, I feel like Fina and, and Gilgamesh, yeah, no, Fina and, uh, yeah, Fina and Gilgamesh had better uh, chemistry and Druig and Makari had much better chemistry. I think the chemistry between Dev Patel and Gemma Chan would be really, really strong. That, that would be really, really, yeah. really, really good. Yes, I definitely agree. So, yeah, it seems like we definitely want to get Dev Patel into the MCU <laughs> at some point. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, too, how several uh, actors go between some of our lists. They, they carry over, but it's not always the same uh, character we chose them for, which is interesting. But, all right, last one from TK. Uh, for a little bit, and this is big fan favorite uh, anti-hero, maybe if you will, uh, Loki. So this is this is one of their best casting choices, I think, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. So let's let's see who you have. So I have to admit that when I was thinking about casting the OG six, I started thinking of other characters who were in the Avengers 2012, and that's why I started thinking a little bit about Maria Hill and Coulson, and I was like, well. Loki, if I'm casting the OG6, who might I cast as Loki, right? If I'm recasting the OG6, I should say. And it feels almost like sacrilege. I have to admit this because Tom Hiddleston is Tom Hiddleston. However, if there was anybody else I was going to pick, I thought 
that maybe it could be Adam Driver. Let's <laughs> just end the show, Ben. I, I mean, that's it. I, I mean, <laughs> the hot damn. Holy shit. Woo. I, I was surprised to learn that he's only about two years younger than Tom Hiddleston. And just looking at his track record, I mean, he did a franchise. He did Star Wars. And I think that Kylo Ren captures some of that anti-hero feel. I don't know. I don't want to get into Star Wars debates right now. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, you know, he's got, then he's got things like marriage story on his resume, right? He can really carry that, that gravitas, that leading man. And I, I think he's got a little bit of that darkness, but he's got that humor as well. Adam Driver. See, I feel like people might object. If, if, you, if you guys haven't seen Logan Lucky, go watch <laughs> Logan Lucky, because that's where he really shows off his humor, because he, yeah. he's more, he does a lot more dramatic works, mm-hmm. uh, but his, his comedic timing in Logan Lucky is really, really strong, so whew, it's just hard to picture anybody else but Tom Hiddleston playing that role, though. It's just, it's tough, but if, I mean, if you have to recast, yeah, I, Adam Driver that's that's probably the top choice right there. Mm-hmm. That's a real that yeah, for me at least. The uh, yeah, the first thing that jumped to my mind was the the humor aspect. But yeah, he has pulled it off. I'm glad you shouted out Logan Lucky. And then I also just thought about uh, SNL. He's really good on there, yeah, <laughs> making fun was. of Kylo Ren too. So uh, even though I love Kylo Ren, I, I like it. I like it. Let's uh, let's go to Rod now for um, let's see his one character. Um, <laughs> that he had singularly recasted. This is someone, um, see, I guess she technically doesn't have power, so she's a trained um, assassin, but mm. it is a recent new character we've met, and that is Yelena Belova. Ah, yes. Good old Yelena Belova. Uh, I was going back and forth between a couple of different actresses, mm-hmm. but I went, I went with someone TK has already said, and now I'll be honored the Armas, uh, especially after her, what she did in No Time to Die. I guess I can no longer say that I saw War Dogs first. I saw War Dogs first, so I'm on the bandwagon. <laughs> okay. But uh, she, to me, TK, she has, she is a household name after Knives Out. I feel like everyone is gonna get. I feel like everyone has now given her the respect she is. Uh, she is due. Uh, her work in Blade Runner 2049 was excellent. Uh, she did what? Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank now. Okay, so she did a really, really crappy movie with uh, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> knock, knock. Right. But she wasn't bad in that movie, okay? I just remembered. It was like I blocked that movie out of my brain. But (laughs) yes, I saw that. It's not a good movie at all. But I thought she was actually pretty solid in the role um, for what she had. I mean, for what she was given, which wasn't really a whole lot. Then she did. Oh, The Informer. She was in this movie called The Informer that came out a couple. Maybe I think it was last year, the year before. And she was really great in that, too. But no one saw that movie either. So, yes, I am. If we're going based off the MCU's iteration or depiction of Yelena, I think Honor the Armist could go right in there and fill the shoes and and for Florence Pugh. She's got the she's got really good comedic timing. She's shown she could do her action really well, and she's shown in roles like Blade Runner twenty four that that she can pull off some really good dramatic moments when she needs to get emotional. So yeah, Honor the Armist would be I think an excellent Yelena Belova. I would like to hear her uh, Russian accent, but yeah, that would that. be that would be something. <laughs> you know, we might have to give her some classes, but we'll give her Rosetta Stone or something. But I, you know, hey, <laughs> Rosetta Stone. <laughs> I don't know if that helps with accent, but uh, okay, <laughs> yes. But who knows, I who knows? bringing her into any MCU movie, I am all for. 
Okay. Then we'll go see War Dogs. <laughs> All right. All right. We have me up next. I have four, I think, here. So uh, we'll run through them. So I had Wasp uh, that I recasted, which I guess originally, you know, it's not. she's not a huge character, but... <laughs> Literally, because she turns tiny. Uh, but anyway, uh, this <laughs> this actress popped into my head after googling, I think, and I, I couldn't get it out. Rashida Jones. She's got the comedic chops. Uh, have we seen her in action? I don't know if we've seen her in full on action, but I not think, really. I, I think with some with uh, you know practice, or whatever, she would she would definitely pull it off. And of course, we'll get into Ant Man later. But uh, if she was going up against Paul Rudd. Or not up against, but uh, with Paul Rudd, I think she would she would do uh, really well. They'd have some good chemistry. She's a good actress. Uh, she's another actress who doesn't get a lot of credit, but you know, because she does a lot more TV work than film work. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think what she does is a great choice. Thank you, thank you. All right, War Machine, good old Rhodes. How could you replace Terrence? I mean, Don Cheadle. Come on, man. Oh, you, you. stole my joke. Done. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say Terrence Howard. Um, <laughs> Okay, good one. Um, yep. If we recast it and stuck with him the whole time from the beginning, Don Cheetah would be awesome. <laughs> but also, uh, my fan cast, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., I think, oh. would be would be good. I like, uh, I, I don't know. I haven't seen much of his stuff recently, I guess. But he's, yeah, he's really good. I think he can do the, um, you know, he's not serious all the time, but <laughs> he can do the, uh, the the comedy stuff too. So I think I think he would pull it off. I, I recommend people go watch uh, what he just did in The People versus OJ. He was really, really strong in that. And then uh, he was also in Selma. He was really good in Selma. I think he did another Disney film a long time ago called Red Tails, based on a true story. Yep. I remember that was really that good, too. That was, a, that was a solid movie. Oh, The Butler. He's in The Butler. Uh, Lee Daniels, The Butler. Yes, I'm not the yes. biggest fan of that movie, but I thought he was good in it. Yep. <laughs> Next character. I had Nebula recasted. Uh, I went with Mackenzie Davis here. Okay. I think I think she would she would do well in the role. Uh, we kind of talked about her before with the you know serious dramatic stuff and then uh, some of the action too. Another thing too was uh, is it San Junipero? The uh, Black Mirror episode is yes, fantastic. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I have not watched uh, all of Black Mirror, but I that was a one that's on a lot of people's list. Oh, yeah. I watched that one. It is it is incredible. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Vision. I know it's hard not to see Paul Bettany in the role, but I went with another tall British man. I went with Matthew Good. Oh. Who I haven't I haven't seen a whole lot of stuff either, but I think he would do good in the role as well. Was he in uh, Leap? Uh, I see what did. That was too easy. Uh, was he in Leap Year? I'm trying to think of. Yes, he was with Amy Adams. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Downton Abbey have not seen. Oh, Silent. Oh, uh, Imitation Game. That was one I was trying to think of. Yes, mm-hmm. good film. He's also, he's yes, already yes. been a combo movie though, and he was quite good in it. I don't know if any of you guys have seen it. Oh man, which one was that? It was in Watchmen. Oh, I haven't seen Watchmen. Jack Watchmen. Oh, I have not seen it. Still have you not guys seen are great. It. Well, I, you know, Ben's. I, I, I. I Ben's Ben, TK, you gotta see, you gotta see. Watch. I will. Great, it's on the list scene. with War Dogs now. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> yes. War Dogs first. War Dogs first. War Dogs first. But yeah, Watchmen's really good. He plays uh, Ozzy Mendias. He was quite yeah. good. In the role. Cool. Really good when was that? That was two thousand nine. Okay. Oh, yes. 
Let's bring you to Benjamin. Watch the don't watch the ultimate cut. Watch the director's cut. That is the best version of watching directors. It. Okay, yeah, directors cut. Will do. I'm sure that's three hours long. It's actually straight three hours. Uh, <laughs> okay. you know, the ultimate cuts like three and a half hours, but it has like an oh. animated film like halfway through. So it, it's weird. It, I don't know what Zack Snyder was thinking. I don't know what crack he was smoking, but it was. Um, yeah, director's cut is the way to go, in my opinion. Interesting. Okay. Um, all right. Now we had a couple characters that two of us uh, recasted. So we will go through those now. Let's start off with Peggy Carter. <sighs> yes. So Rod's deep breath means that he recasted. So let's go to him first. Well, I, I really didn't want to. Uh, yeah. But Peggy was just kind of a character because I actually been when I was doing this, I was on Disney Plus when, when I was making this list and I saw Agent Carter on there. I was like, oh, Agent Carter. Oh, you know, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and recast her. Healy Atwell is tremendous as Peggy Carter. However, if we had to recast her, unfortunately, Naomi Harris would be an excellent, excellent choice, I feel like, to recast uh, or to play Peggy Carter. She's already been in the blockbuster franchise, James Bond. She's really good in that franchise, even though her role diminished with each film after Skyfall. Uh, Shame on you, 007 series franchise. Moonlight, anyone? I mean... Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say. All I gotta say is Moonlight. Y'all, y'all know. You film fans, you guys know. Uh, most recently, though, Ben, she did this movie with Mahershala Ali <laughs> last year called Swan Song, which not a lot of people are, are talking about. It's on Apple TV Plus, and she was really good in that movie. Like that's definitely the Mahershala Ali kind of Aquafina show in that film, mainly Mahershala Ali. But the scenes involving Naomi Harris, she was excellent in. And then I thought. The action stuff she did have in Skyfall, which is basically just that first uh, opening action sequence in Skyfall, I thought she was really good, great in. So we don't see Peggy Carter really do a whole lot of action outside of Captain America, the first Avenger and the Agent Carter TV series. But if we needed someone to recast Naomi Harris, excellent choice. And imagine her camera. Well, you know, I can't get there. We haven't talked about our recasting of the OG (laughs) six. Right, right. Oh, yes. I'm looking at the list. Um, yep. I, I think Money Penny and Agent Carter share uh, some similarities mm-hmm. in their characters. So I definitely agree. We can, we can just ignore what she, what she did in Venom, too, though. That that was. Um, we, oh, that's we right. Can just, we can we can forget that. That I don't blame her. Yeah. Well, maybe if she's playing Agent Carter. She wouldn't be in the Venom movie. <laughs> That'd yeah. be nice. All right. Uh, I had Kiara Knightley who, of course, we talked about before. But she was one I thought of uh, like years ago, I guess, uh, trying to get in the MCU because I'm a big Kira Knightley fan. Imitation Game, again, alum. She does more smaller dramas, I would say, mm-hmm. recently. Um, but, I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean, I absolutely love. So bringing her back into a big franchise would be awesome. All right, so we'll move on to Falcon, uh, Sam Wilson. And TK, you had recasted Falcon. Who was who was your choice? How dare you? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, this is another one that I think Anthony Mackie is perfect for. But for some reason, I mean, I could have chosen different characters. But for some of these, I was like, yes, I'm taking on Loki. I'm taking on Falcon, even though these people are perfect. <laughs> I thought about Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. And he is wonderful. And another person who I think I would just love to see in the MCU in, in the future, 
So going backwards, it wouldn't make sense for him to be Falcon. I'd love to see him in the MCU in the future. Uh, saw him in Candyman this past year. Obviously, he's the new Morpheus in Matrix Resurrections, uh, and he's going to be doing a Michael Bay film coming up. So I, I think he's just got all all the elements here, and uh, he's he's great. He definitely is great. Yeah, I think I think that's a good choice. Falcon uh, being in the military and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I would play that role well. Yeah. Oh man, just picture him in the suit with the wing. Oh man, that'd be cool. Right. I like it. I like it. Uh, my choice for Falcon, I recast it as well. Um, someone else I need to see more of. It looks like he's showing up in Black Adam. That's what Google is telling me. Uh, but I had Aldous Hodge, which I know is, <clears throat> excuse me, yet another One Night in Miami album. <laughs> uh, but I, I love that movie. Um, he was also in The Invisible Man, it looks like, for a little bit. And I know I still need to see Straight Out of Compton. Rod, you've been pushing me to watch that one as well. I've given, uh, up. I've given up. <laughs> yeah, I like I like to see Altus Hodge in the big big franchise. Oh, Jack Reacher also. Altus Hodge mm-hmm. is one of these. He just needs that one movie, that one yep. blockbuster, and I feel like everyone's going to know him now because he does a lot of these more smaller projects, and he's really good in them, but no one talks about him. Uh, he was really good in The Invisible Man. He was really good at One Night in Miami. Uh, God, what was that show he did? Right, let me see if I can find it. I, I don't know if I can find it. Friday Night Lights. Uh, he was only in like four or five episodes, <laughs> I think. I, I can't. Oh, uh, he was in something. I don't know if it was a movie or a show. No, no, I am thinking of Straight Outta Compton. Uh, he was really, really great. He's really great in Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, you know what, Ben? No, you need to watch that. Put on your list. TK put Water Dogs and Watch Me on her list. Yeah, you need to put on your list instead of going to freaking London. You need to stay home <laughs> and watch. They had a two and a half hour film. All right. So London can wait. Okay. Take that banana. Anyway. Go on. I will I'll put that on my schedule as well. All right. Captain Marvel. Oh, I'm quite excited by my choice here, but we'll we'll let Rod go first. So we're gonna talk about it in a couple of weeks here, Ben. World class actress. You know, actually, what is something different? TK, I wonder if I wonder if TK can guess this. World class actress has been if I give away the movie she's been, it's gonna give it away. What's a great what's a good clue, Ben? I don't know what a good clue is. That's a that's a tough one. She's been in a Disney movie already, uh, took over another iconic character. Two, yeah, two. She's been in two Disney movies, but she took over a very iconic character in the past that involves singing. Emma Watson. Ooh. Close. You got the E part right. <laughs> <laughs> You got I the was e thinking and the Beauty M, and the right? Beast. All right. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can give her another good clue, Ben. So you know what? I'll let her off the hook. Okay. Thank goodness. Yeah, you should just be blunt about it. Be very, very blunt about it. Oh dear God. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 I should. I, once you said the E, I was like Emma Watson. Obviously, <laughs> we already talked about Emma Stone. Who else is an E? Oh man. Of course. Great choice. Great choice. Emily Blunt. As Captain Marvel is an excellent choice. And look, I'm actually a defender of Brie Larson. I think yes. her, my problem with the way they did her character in Captain Marvel was the writing, not the performance at all. Uh, she won an Oscar for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Not just, it just wasn't handed to her. Uh, have you seen Room, TK? Uh-oh. Yes, I have. Okay. Yes, I have. Oh, come on, come Very on good. now, Benjamin. Come on. I, I know. And I haven't seen Room. Unicorn Store. With yes. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, see, get, get the, Deep cut. Nice. Ben, 
That is a that is a good movie. Have you seen Room? That's like asking people, have they have you seen the well, Godfather? Yeah. I don't want to see the Godfather. <laughs> I don't want to see Room, please. It's okay. see Room. <laughs> just test it. Just test. Yep. Excellent choice. Between Edge of Tomorrow, Sicario, Quiet Place Part One and Part Duh Part Two, <laughs> uh, Devil Wars Prada. I mean, we're going to talk about it in a couple of weeks here, so I don't want to get too deep into the Emily Blunt this discussion. But she she's my third favorite actress for a reason, and she has proven time and time again with each role she does how much of a powerhouse she is. And I feel like the leadership capabilities, the kind of she's not really quirky, Ben, but what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, she's kind of she's a little cocky. Emily Blunt could pull off that cockiness, and uh, especially from Edge of Tomorrow. So yeah, Emily yeah. Blunt. We need her in the MCU, although it doesn't sound like she's going to be a part of it, which which is very unfortunate. But I'm still holding that hope one day she joins the MCU because we need we we need more blunts. Eventually, everyone will be in the MCU, so uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. I do agree. My choice. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about this one. I like this one. Um, she is maybe not a household name yet, but she is in a lot of stuff. Hold on, uh, give me a clue. I want to see if I can guess. Give me a clue. Give me a clue. <laughs> give me a clue. Uh, she is a three namer. Oh shit! <laughs> I should narrow it down. Yeah, I should narrow it down quite a bit, there, buddy. Uh, she is in a, a sequel to a horror action movie that you like a lot. She has appeared in DC films as well, and another comic book movie that is. I don't know what. I think I know. Who is it? Is it Mary Elizabeth Winstead? It is. Oh, yes. I love her. Yes. 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 Awesome choice. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, Yeah. Ted Cloverfield Lane is an excellent, excellent movie. Um, She was uh, Huntress, right? In Birds of Prey? That is Mm -hmm. correct. Yes. So she's been Um, in two other comic book movies because Scott Pilgrim as well. Yep. Correct. That is the other. Look at that. Showing us up, Ben. Look at Uh that. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I actually showed you up. I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Okay. Uh, and then a recent action one, Kate, which I have not seen yet, actually. Uh, but Rod said it was pretty good. I, I look, it's a very straightforward action movie, but I love Kate mainly like okay. 95% of it is because of <laughs> her performance. Mm-hmm. Ridiculously great. She's such a good pick. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I was, I was kind of proud of that one. Not to brag, but, uh, anyway. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead and brag. Uh, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> yeah. But any role I think in the MCU, she would be great, but. Captain Marvel would be pretty cool. All right, Spider Man. This is our last of the the two people. Uh, wow, you guys, you guys <laughs> had the nerve, huh? Yeah. Wow. I didn't want to. Tom Holland's my boy. <laughs> okay, I did Loki, so it's fine. It's fine. I'm just joking. Tom Holland's my boy. The best Spider Man we've ever had. Take that, you bandwagon Andrew Garfield fans. I don't know where you guys all of a sudden came from out of nowhere. Oh, for real. I don't, I, seriously, I want to hunt these people down bandwagon oh i love andrew garfield shut up anyway tom holland all right perfect perfect choice but i had to i had to recast he is because unfortunately he seems like he doesn't even know if he's going to be part of the future (laughs) yeah oh am i going first ben yes yes uh okay so he has done a lot of smaller stuff he's been in one franchise but didn't really make a great a great big old impression in in jurassic world uh, but he is in a movie that Ben told me to watch that I actually did go and watch, The Kings of Summer. Uh, yes. And then he's my, one of my fa- all-time favorite coming-of-age uh, romantic comedy dramas, whatever you want to call it, Love, Simon. And that is Nick Robinson. 
Nick Robinson. Oh, great choice. You see, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. I, you're right. You're right. I, I I had him on my mind doing this exercise. I was like, I wonder where you could get Nick Robinson in here because, yeah, he's great. OK, go on. Go on. Well, my, my only concern with Nick Robinson is the action. I don't know if it can pull off, you know, because Tom Holland. I mean, we all saw the audition tapes. What do you do with all the flippity flips and the back flips and the front flips and the side flips? All right. I mean, all, yeah, all the, all the flippity flips. But he is a great, great dramatic actor. Uh, loves. I, I will continue to praise uh, praise the words of Love, Simon, how great that movie is and how great he is yeah. in it. Uh, and he did this movie last year called Silk Road, another film that no one saw, but it for different reasons, this movie is actually kind of bad, but he was good in it. And then he is in a miniseries on Hulu called A Teacher, which is just yeah. remarkable. It is a fantastic, yeah. disturbing show. Uh, and he really showed, even more than Love, Simon, he really showed off um, his more emotional side and you know when he really needs to dig deep watch a teacher because he's really great in that but yeah i i am and i haven't seen made yet but i heard he's really great in made a netflix show made as well uh, i don't know if tk or ben either of you have seen made yet but tk it sounds like you've seen a teacher so yeah well as a teacher my friends and i we saw it pop up on hulu when it first came out oh all right this sounds interesting yeah uh very much not exactly what we were expecting, but so no. compelling. And as mm-hmm. you said, disturbing, but he was amazing in that. That's, that's the performance I was really thinking of when I was thinking oh, yeah. of him. He's, he's, he's really, really great. And he's only going to get better with the more he does, but I think he, he's, he's, oh, he's due for that big blockbuster. And I feel like him being Peter Parker and Spider-Man would be really great. Cause he already proved that quirky kind of nerdy shyness side and love Simon. So let's see him do some action now. Let's give it to him. All right. My choice too. I do not know his uh, action or flippity flip skills, but uh, I have also only seen him in one. Well, I guess technically two films, but I was, I was looking through some lists and thinking and uh, Caleb McLaughlin uh, from stranger things popped to my mind, but then I was like, Nope, I want to give this, this guy a chance chosen Jacobs who plays young Mike Hanlon in the it movies. I don't have much to go off of, (laughs) but just the the youthfulness of the kid, and he has uh, one of the probably the most emotional, or well, one of the most emotional uh, backstories, I guess, um, in um, in those movies with his his parents and everything. So uh, he definitely has an emotional side, and then of course hanging around with the kids, he's funny, and looks like he's twenty years old right now. So yeah, so he would be high school age back when he started, um, or when the movie started and everything. He would be a really, really great Miles Morales. Yes, um, yeah, I was gonna mention that. He's a he would be a really good choice for Miles Morales. Him or Caleb McLaughlin, actually. Uh, I just did the Seymour from Chosen Jacobs because he's only been yeah. in the It movies, from what I've seen. I know he's got a Disney Plus movie coming out later this year. <sighs> yeah, Sneakerella. Talk about yeah, I didn't want to bring up the title, but uh, he's got another movie. It looks like it's called what, Purple Hearts. It looks like uh, doesn't have a. Yeah, it doesn't have nothing about it, but it looks like it's coming out later this year. That's okay. what it's on Wikipedia, apparently. Cool. But uh, yeah, I, I think my problem with him and it was not him. It was just he didn't they didn't really give him much to do in this first chapter because he has a much more bigger role in chapter two. But then again, in chapter two, we see his adult version. So yeah, I just want to see more from him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the fact that he's 20 means probably a, a long career ahead of him. So oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought he he looked the part. 
as well. So anyway. All right. Now these next several characters, all three of us uh, had some some casting choices. So we will run through it. Let's uh, start off small with Ant-Man, but we've got some pretty big names here. So TK, why don't you lead us off? I was between two on this one, but I ultimately chose Jason Bateman. And I was thinking about his performance specifically in Arrested Development and his comedic chops. And I just, yeah, I I think I could picture him in the role, but I'm curious to see who you guys chose. Jason Bateman is hilarious. I don't know if he'd be a little too snarky. Mm. I don't know, but I think he could, what, Red? I just... He's a, he's a great choice because he's a really great actor. Yeah. I just feel like he's too much of a douche. <laughs> <laughs> That's another way to say it. That's he's, true. Ant-Man has a sweetness to him. Yeah, he's just because yeah. I don't know. Because I, 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 I love him in Ozark. But he, the way that, that the way the MCU portrays him, I just don't know if... But damn, it's a, he's a great actor. So they might be able to write around it because he does have good comedic timing and like horrible bosses and stuff like that. So I could see it. They just have to write around it, make, maybe make him a little bit more dramatic. Mm. Uh, so my choice, I'm kind of sticking in the funny realm. And he was actually one of my original choices to play Ant-Man before Paul Rudd got cast, not Simon Pegg. This man's comedic timing is just perfect. You know, then we talked about him already in that episode we did with, uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank on the uh, Edgar Wright? Yeah, Edgar Wright. I was about to say Simon Wright. Edgar Wright in the Cornetto trilogy. He's great in that. He's, I don't know if you guys have seen Paul, but he's really good in Paul. I love that film. All right. Put, put, put that on your list. Both, the, both of you. That's I don't know really, about that one. I, I know about that one. And okay. you're going to watch, watch it, Benjamin. That's your homework before you go to freaking London to hang out. You know what? Yeah. Think you're supposed to favor. Before you go to London, you have to watch Paul. Because Simon Pegg is, I don't know, he's from London, but he's, 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 from, he's, he's English. So there you go. Yeah, he's from Brock, Brockworth, England. Are you going to Brockworth, Benjamin? I don't think that's on the list. Well, <laughs> maybe, you're putting on the list now. Maybe we'll pass through. <laughs> Say hello to Simon Pegg for me. But no, he's he's really great. I love him as Benji in the Mission Impossible franchise as well. Yeah. Uh, ever since Mission Impossible 3, he's been a great addition to that team. Uh, he was really great in Ready Player One. He was in something. Oh, Lost Transmissions. This little small independent film where he plays, I think he's autistic. I believe he's autistic, uh, but he plays his character. He plays a, it's more of a dramatic role for him. And he's really, really strong. No, schizophrenia. He's got schizophrenia, but he's really, he's really, really great. In it. And it's actually one of his better roles in the, of his career. Uh, the movie just didn't get a lot of attention. So between that and then his work in the Star Trek reboot uh, franchise as well, he's really great in and yeah, he's, he's just a great actor who's got really good comedic timing. And I feel like he's kind of, he's also got a warmth to him, as you were referring to earlier, TK, that warmth and kind of charm that he can bring to a, to a, uh, to a Paul Rudd, to a Scott Lang. <laughs> cool, cool. Jason Bateman actually is in the movie Paul. So maybe yeah. That'll be some, some all cool comes for full circle. It yep. all comes full circle. So probably watch that one over his uh, comic book movie. Thunder Force that he appears in. Okay. Ant-Man. I did some Googling and one of the front runners, I believe, uh, was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And I quite like that. Um, hmm. I'm a, I'm a J, JGL fan. Uh, 
and I think I think I think he could pull it off. He's got that little sweetness. He's got a boyish face, uh, kind of like Paul Rudd too. And he can be funny, but then also, not that he has dramatic moments all the time, Ant Man. But I think he could do uh, some of the more serious and action stuff too. He's yeah. another actor that I I think. I would love to see in the MCU at some point. Kind of surprised mm-hmm. we haven't seen him in the MCU up to this point. I guess he yeah. did some Batman stuff, some Nolan stuff. True. Yeah. I don't know if this is cheating a little bit, but I feel like I want to share the other guy I couldn't get out of my brain on Ant-Man, uh, Zach Braff. Oh, yeah. I could see I don't that. know. He's got I a little bit more it. warmth than Bateman, who was yeah, choice. Yeah, he does. So, I don't know. Okay. Yes. I thought about the movie now. Why Jason, uh, asshole Jason Bateman, uh, his <laughs> gift. That's why I can't see him. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. That's why I don't want him as Dan Man. <laughs> he is a he's something. He's 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 something. Yep. I forgot about that movie. He is he is something. Oh man, I love me. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, okay, we will go on to two of the guardians. Uh let's start off with Gamora and TK. This is an actress showing up in a comic book movie soon. But who is your choice? Yeah, Gamora. and perhaps seeing her in that trailer so many times is what had her on my mind and i think she might be a little bit too young to have originally been casted as gamora but i was thinking zoe kravitz she uh she's amazing and has got a little bit of that like quiet anger thing that she can do very Mm -hmm. well and certainly can do the dramatic bits and uh yeah just really like her a lot i do agree has she been in an action i wonder well she was in x-men first class that's right she was an x-men first class oh yes 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 we're uh i'm actually re-watching the x-men movies with anna and that's the next one we have to watch nice which i i do enjoy that one it's been a while okay uh rod who you got emma stone is my choice for uh for gamora uh yeah i talk about an actress who just diversifies and everything and everything she does with each role i mean the favorite cruella La La Land. I mean, this girl can do no wrong and really proved after something like Cruella that she can be that badass feminine hero uh, that a lot of girls can look up to. Um, Not that, you know, little girls look up to the devilish Cruella, but, uh, you know, I, I, there's just something about Emma Stone and the role of Gamora that just seems like a really good fit. Uh, She hasn't really done a whole lot of action, I don't think. I can't think of, a, of an action role, of an action movie, straight up action movie she's been in. No, I guess I can't. Zombieland. She's been in Zombieland. That, yeah. So, and not straight action, more of like a what action horror comedy, I guess. But mm-hmm. I, I have still yet to find a bad Emma Stone performance. Even in the movie, I don't like Aloha. She is still actually decent in that movie. Yep. Uh, she did the best she could with a terrible script and a very, very big casting yeah, yeah. Uh, controversial character but yeah emma stone for me perfect i have two words olivia wilde i think she was on uh, i think she was on the list as well um for gamora i can i can just i can picture her green <laughs> yeah i think i think she would pull it off well she's directing now she's got bigger things she's got she's she's too good for acting now yeah i know i wouldn't don't want to take her away from directing. She could do. She could do both, though. Three Guardians movies, a little Avengers, and then and still do Booksmart. She can do it. I don't think so. Booksmart, so good. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Peter Quill, Star Lord. Ooh, interesting choices here. All of our choices begin with the letter J. 
So think <laughs> of uh, think of your favorite J actors and see if you can guess them before we see them. Hold on, TK. I gotta think of I gotta oh, think okay. of TKs. Okay, hold on. Give can, can you give me a hint? Can you give me a hint, TK? Hmm. This hint might be obvious, but has already been in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, he's not on. Not on that poster. No. Nope. <laughs> has already been in the MCU, and he starts yeah. with the letter J. Seriously. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. phase one, phase two, or phase three? Phase three. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss. Who is it? Famous sister. <laughs> Famous sister, who is now a director as well. Yeah, lost daughter. Very. Oh good. my 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 head is my head is spinning. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said lost daughter. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh, lost daughter was great. Um, I know you guys what? talked about it a little bit. I think. Did you? Yeah, you did like it. Okay, I was just double checking. I, I remember it. you guys I love that it. movie. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes very yes. good. Um, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Listen, he I thought he was great as Mysterio, and he, he's been in so many things. I, he, I think he has the range that he could do Peter Quill, the charming bits, the charming asshole bits, you know, the comedy, and I could, I could see him. I could see him as Peter Quill. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. That's, I do, too. Yeah. I, I want to see him dancing to 70s music now. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, when you're really thinking cool. about recasting Peter Quill, like that scene has to come to your mind. Yeah. Come and get your love scene. And then also the, the dance off, bro. Yep. And I think he could do it. I think so. Oh, he'd, he'd have a blast. Yeah, that's good. All right, Rod. All right. So my actor, we already talked about him, actually. So I can't really give a hint. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is where I have uh, him in the MCU playing the good old Star-Lord. The thing about Snarky Asshole and Star-Lord and JGL, I just go to Don John. Don John is a really, really great movie. That might be my favorite performance of his, is Don John, either that or Looper. Uh, But he's shown off his range in the action in Looper uh, and a little bit of him shooting a pistol in the Dark Dark Knight Rises. He's got really good dramatic chops when he needs to get more emotional, more serious. He's got good comedic timing too. The night before, a comment I don't think non yeah. people talk about, but he's really good in the night before. One of my favorite kind of Christmas comedies of like the 2010s, I guess you would say. Uh, he's a really, really good actor. I, I, I don't know what happened with him now. It feels like he kind of disappeared for a little bit on us. And then he, now he's back. He's doing some stuff on Apple TV. Uh, I did watch a little bit of Mr. Corman. That show's terrible. That's, show. That's what I've heard. It's a really bad show. But he actually gives a pretty solid performance. So I think he's going to be another show or another Apple show coming up here real soon. But his performance in the Trial of Chicago 7 was really, really great. And I'm not a big fan of that movie. Uh, I, thought, I thought he was excellent. Mm-hmm. And Ben, did you know that he actually has a cameo in Knives Out? Uh, right. I think he's one. I think, he, I think he plays a detective or something on a, on a walkie-talkie or... Yeah, my, yeah, something like that. It's just a voice because okay. he's in all or most of Ryan Johnson's movies. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah he's in Brick, he's in Looper, uh, he's in Last Jedi. Joseph Gordon Levitt's in The Last Jedi, isn't he a yeah. stormtrooper? Yeah, I think he's oh, I mean, pretty sure he's behind the mask. <laughs> yeah, okay, pretty sure he's a stormtrooper. Okay. Uh, and then I think he's gonna be Jiminy Cricket, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, in and the uh. I don't know not, which version of Pinocchio. Not the Del Toro. Oh, yeah, the, the Hanks. The Hanks. The Hanks, Hanks yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The so, Disney one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, also, the last film, too, I want to rec- recommend. Uh, 7,500. I think it's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much just him 
in the uh oh my god, I'm drawing a blank where the captain sits in the on the plane. The I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, thank you. The cockpit. <laughs> uh it's basically the same in the cockpit for about 80, 85 minutes. And it is intense, it is riveting, and he gives a great performance. The movie's excellent. It just came, it kind of came out during that COVID, weird COVID time, I, I think. So it, it was kind of during that weird time of like things are still kind of up in the air and people are still depressed about being in the house, but really great film and really powerful performance. So there's my little, awesome. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a solid movie. If you're looking for a good thriller, watch 7500. It's good. But watch War Dogs first. And Paul. All right. My J name, he is pretty prevalent now on apple tv and he would have or (laughs) several years yes several years ago would have had uh very good chemistry with olivia wilde unfortunately they unfortunately they have split Um, but if they made guardians in 2014 they would have stayed together uh is my is my fan cast and fan fiction there for you so yeah i think uh i mean we've talked about the character enough i think yeah you understand uh the decision the snarky um but but funny and lovable as well watch ted lasso benjamin yes i will get to it that means no i can't watch it all before uh london but i will get to it uh all right good excuse there bucky who the hell's bucky i'm talking about the winter soldier that's right so tk oh oh yes good choice Oh, we okay. Got... No, I want another hit. I want a hit for this one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is elongating the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Has been in a an adaptation of a Marvel story for TV. Wow. That's not MCU. Yeah. All right. I, I, nope. Nope. I, I can't go there. <laughs> Dan Stevens. And ah. I think that I was thinking of Legion and how he plays this character who is going through this mental torture in in a way, not in the same way as Bucky, but I was thinking about that and just the range that Dan Stevens has had. He obviously, uh, he played a, a soldier with a dark secret in The Guest and uh, Downton Abbey. And I think that uh, I could see Dan Stevens in the MCU and I, I liked him as Bucky. I like it as well. That's a good choice. It's a yep. good choice. It's a good choice. Rod, you're up. I want someone who has already been in a major franchise uh, in the Star Wars. He is in my second favorite film, Rogue One, Star Wars movie Rogue One. That would be actually he's got a show coming out this year. Diego Luna as as Bucky Barnes. I like it. I for some reason, I, I look up Diego Luna's name and I was like, I can see it. I, I, I He's got that more dark, edgy side to him. Uh, he did this movie with I forgot the actress's name already. Not Kate Beckinsale, but somebody else. I think it's another Kate, but called Wander Darkly. I think it's called, and he was really good. Not show more of his emotional side, but his role as Cassie and Andor, you know, probably the more one of the more intimidating characters in that film. And I just, I just think the fit. I, I like the fit. I really do like the fit. Um, I think it's a really good actor. More, one of more under. Oh, he was in Elysium as well. He was in Elysium. He had a. He had kind of a. Not a major role, but a, a, a substantial role in Elysium. So yeah, I, I would go with I would go with Diego Luna. Dif- different choice there. Not going for the standard white guy on this one. Branching outs. Unfortunately, I went with a standard white guy, uh, and I get him mixed up with another one too. So my hint is I get him mixed up with Scott Eastwood sometimes. That, 
how would you that's right <laughs> it's joel joel kinnaman maybe that's just me i don't know i, altered, I can see it I can altered see it. altered carbon yeah is uh the biggest the biggest bull and i know he's in uh dc see i forgot he was rick flag but anyway but yeah he's uh yeah the, the military the hard-edged guy i guess we haven't seen altered carbon a little bit but we haven't seen a totally uh or I haven't seen a totally. Oh, he's in the former. Sorry, a uh, totally like tortured, you know, mind and everything. But I think I think he could pull it off. So that's another J name for me. Uh, Scarlet Witch. These are pretty interesting choices too. So TK, who you got? I think this is going to be a hot take. I think it's going to be a hot take. A little bit, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, I just bear, just like stick with me for a minute. I'm thinking Kristen Stewart. And here's like the it. thing. Here's the thing, right? When Wanda is first introduced, she's that moody teenager. We know Kristen Stewart can do this. And in recent years, Kristen Stewart has proven that she has a great deal of range. I loved Spencer this past year. And could I see her doing the different decades in WandaVision? I think so. I think I could see Kristen Stewart doing it. It would be a really different feel than Elizabeth Olsen. But this is an alternate reality, right? So I went with Kristen Stewart. I like the choice. At first, I was a little like, did she type that name correctly? But uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but then I thought about it and I was like, yeah, I can I can see that. Especially, like you said, um, the kind of moody. <laughs> Not that she's always moody, but uh, Twilight still kind of think about sometimes uh, with the, the moody teenager. So yeah, I like it. Rod. I knew she was going to show up on your list at some point. Oh, you knew she was going to show up on my list. TK, it sounds like you, you already know. I, I think I know who your girl is. Yeah, I think I think I can guess. <laughs> oh, let's see. Who, who is it? Dakota Johnson? Hell yes, Dakota Johnson. <laughs> That's right. Hey, take her long at all. See, Ben, you gave it away, man. You gave it away, <laughs> Benjamin. Oh, but yes, Dakota Johnson, the queen of Sundance 2022. That's the conversation for another day. Dakota Johnson. <clears throat> let me get out my little book here. Oh, gosh. Uh, Dakota Johnson, let me just turn to page four real quick. Is, uh, let's see, she has been in a, a lot of great movies, Bad Times with the Albert Royale, uh, Wounds, Suspiria, uh, Our Friend, The Nowhere End. Yeah, she's been in a lot of great stuff. Lost Daughter, most, most uh, recently, where she was spectacular in. I thought I was getting ready to say that that was the best performance of her career. But there is another film that came out at Sundance called Cha Cha Real Smooth, and she is even better in that in that film. Dakota Johnson, however, I do not know if she is meant for big blockbusters. That's my one concern for with her. Yeah, she feels like she's destined to keep doing a lot of smaller indie stuff. Maybe she'll do like some like maybe more big rom coms down the road. But I really like what she's doing with her, kind of like Kirsten Stewart, TK. She's been doing a lot of more indie stuff after after the Fifty Shades debacle. But she's one of these actresses where she's already got, she's very, she's like, she's awkward in real life too, just based off the interviews she gives, she she does. She's already got that awkwardness down. She's already a little bit on the weirder side. Her, her, Her take on the Scarlet Witch would be excellent. I just do not know if she's made for the big blockbuster, but I had to put my homegirl in there. I had to, I had to. So, and I wasn't going to put her as Black Widow because she would not fit that role at all. So I feel like Scarlet Witch is weird enough where I feel like she could probably do a really good job. 
But Elizabeth Olsen has real since Wandavision has really just made that character her own. For sure. I still remember uh I guess hearing about the casting for Age of Ultron. And I was like, she kind of looks familiar. And I was like, is this Mary Kate and Ashley's sister? I was like, mm-hmm. she acts too. What? Uh and then she's now my favorite Olsen sister. Sorry, Michelle from Full House. Uh, but <laughs> she's uh incredible. Okay. I went with Sarah Sharonin. She kind of oh. does more indie stuff, uh, not blockbuster franchises um, as well. But yeah, I could I could see her doing um, the the hand movements and everything, uh, <laughs> casting spells, and I mean I don't you know Little Women, Lady Bird, uh, Brooklyn Atonement. I don't need to go through it all. Yeah, we we know how good she is. So I think uh, I think I think she would fit well. Yeah, she's excellent. Sarah, she. I hope I'm saying that right. Yes, sir. She runs. So yeah. running, I, I, you know, it, it's it's complicated. <laughs> I think we all chose actors who I don't think we're ever going to see in big blockbusters. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Okay, I feel like they're all just going to keep doing a lot of these smaller indie art house kind of films. I think Cerise, Cerise maybe because she hasn't really dipped her toe in yet in the blockbuster front in the blockbusters yet, whereas Kirsten and 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 Dakota kind of already have. Kirsten won in Dakota because Dakota Fifty Shades not well not the big blockbuster still kind of a blockbuster franchise but yeah uh, Kirsten Stewart probably more prominently oh, for the Twilight Saga yeah all right this is the last uh, Avenger we have before the big six and this is Doctor Strange um the OG not the big six pronounce it say it correctly the OG, uh, the OG six okay six. sounds like a bad Subway <laughs> sandwich the big six. Hawkeye's definitely the lettuce. No, it's, I don't know. Uh, okay, Doctor Strange. Uh, TK. Oh, good choice. Good choice. I went with someone a little bit older than Benedict Cumber- Cumberbatch, but I either people are going to love this pick or hate it. I, I think it's going to be nothing in between. Keanu Reeves. I want John Wick as Doctor Strange now. <laughs> Hell yes. Oh man, I just I love him. I love Keanu Reeves, and I he would bring his own thing to the role as he does. But he's he's got the action background. He's got I mean he's freaking Neo, you know. Uh, he can I just Keanu Reeves in the MCU yeah. as Doctor Strange. Yeah. I want it. Hell yeah, yeah, I can see that. Fourteen oh, million six hundred five. Oh, oh, okay, Benjamin. yeah, <laughs> okay. Oh man. I like it. You know, he was in a little movie uh, called Knock Knock. No, I'm just kidding. Apparently we've all seen, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good good choice. All right, Rod, this was one I hadn't thought of before, but I like it as well. Uh, Good old Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ian McGregor is my choice. And this is one I actually did a little research on because I was I was actually this one stumped me a little bit. I was like, because Ben Cumberbatch, I've really grown to love as Doctor Strange. And I almost Mm -hmm. didn't choose his character. Uh, I think for like a lot of people in Finney War kind of won us over uh, with his take on Doctor Strange, and I, you know he's great in No Way Home and 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 uh, and Game and all that. But Ian McGregor is one of these actors where I don't know if it's like he doesn't get the appreciation he deserves, but it, it almost feel like he is kind of underrated. I, I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense. I I just feel like he he's in a lot of good stuff. And he's also, but he's been in Star Wars. Obviously, he, you know, we know how great he is, but I still feel like he doesn't get that appreciation. I, my one thing with Ian McGregor, though, 
is I do not know if he can really pull off the, the more snarky kind of asshole asshole ishness of of Doctor Strange, whereas Benedict clearly can. But then I thought about what he did in Birds of Prey as yep. Black Mask. I was like, okay, nope, no, he he can do it. He can pull yeah. it off. So yeah, Ian McGregor would be my choice. I like it. I might have gone the easier route because he was on the short list. Uh, oh, you were watching Phoenix, didn't you? <laughs> wow, that was quick. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I did. Doctor Strange is, uh, as you would say, strange, and I think Joaquin plays a lot of strange um, uh, characters. Uh, but we're always glued to the screen when he's there. And yeah, I, I don't think he would ever accept this role, <laughs> honestly. But I don't know. I it would it would be cool to see. If it was a one off, he might he might. He might. Yeah, yeah. But if you tell him, yeah, you gotta show up for a month to infinity war, he no, he yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. But I don't know. That, that that would be cool. And I've yeah, I heard that name thrown around uh and I was like, Yeah, that'd be that'd be an interesting choice. So all right, the OG six. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm so nervous. Well, I think well, 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 let's 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 take this first. You cannot replace any of these of the, of these six. These six are perfect. It almost makes me sick even talking about them. Yeah, but sacrilege. I, I it may we gotta do it for the for the podcast. Yes, for the podcast for the for the pod for the children for the pod. No, okay. for the pod, not for the children. For the pod, not for the children. All right. Let's start off with Hawkeye. Interesting choices here. All right. TK, who you got? So glad that we're not starting with Tony Stark. Um, (laughs) For Hawkeye, this was harder for me than I would have thought, but I landed on Lee Pace, who I think is excellent and underused as Ronan the Accuser. He doesn't feel right for that role. And he clearly can do franchise stuff. He did The Hobbit. Uh, he'd be a little bit of a younger Hawkeye than Jeremy Renner, and I think that that could work. So I like I like the idea of Lee Pace. Oh man, that's a really <laughs> you talk about underused, <laughs> right? Uh, you can't get an actor the caliber of a Lee Pace and underuse him like that as Ronan. I mean, Ronan's just so laughably useless in in the Guardians film, uh, but he's such a great actor. I'm, I'm glad. Good good on you, TK. That's an excellent choice. My choice, he's going to be Joel real soon, Benjamin, real, real soon. And that is Pedro Pascal. Now, Pedro Pascal is another one of these actors where I haven't, you know, <laughs> Jeremy Renner was really, he, it took a minute for me to, to, to buy him as Hawkeye, as Clint, because in Thor, it was just a cameo. And in the Avengers, he was brainwashed for the first two hours of the film. And the, like the last half hour, he you know did some stuff, but that was more of the pew pew. He shot some arrows. Oh, cool. And he had some couple, couple of good quips. I feel like you put Pedro Pascal and replace him with Jeremy Renner in, in that first Avengers movie, we, we'd be a lot more on board with him. Not saying that Jeremy Renner can't act because Jeremy Renner is a fantastic actor, but I think Pedro Pascal is a little bit better. Just think about now, not a great movie, but The Great Wall, he was really good in. He had that role in the second Kingsman movie, which I do not like at all. But I, I, he was one of the characters, the few characters that I did like. He played the villain in Equalizer 2. And he was a pretty solid villain in that film. And then most recently, he was in Wonder Woman 1984 and played uh, Maxwell Lord. And sorry, Benjamin, you know how I feel about Wonder Woman 1984? Fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. And I thought he played a really, really great 
uh, let's say really great Pedro Pascal. He played a really great Maxwell Lord. So yeah, my pick would be Pedro Pascal. Imagine if he had uh, uh, the Mandalorian and Hawkeye shows mm. doing doing both of those. That would be cool. Yeah, but, well, he probably wouldn't be doing the Mandalorian. Every but. well, yeah, but every every uh, year we'd see him on a Disney show. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be excellent. <laughs> Mark a dream. Yep. Okay, my choice is kind of random. And I honestly don't have a great explanation, um, but it's you, isn't it? You cast yourself as Hawkeye. It's me, guys. <laughs> I can't explain it, but I just feel like I would. No, um, uh, he was in One Tree Hill and Dawson's Creek. Oh hell! I, oh no! Don't no no. Uh, but no, please don't say it. Do not say it, Benjamin. He was in uh, the Agent Carter show as well, oh, so we'd have God. to recast him there too. Chad oh, Michael Murray. No. I, I like it. I like Jesus it. Christ. <sighs> I don't know. I I just feel like he he would play uh, that character well. I don't know. This one was really tough for me to to because because Hawkeye he's not my favorite character of uh, the OG six, but Jeremy Renner is definitely coming to his own, and and I, it's hard to see. I mean, with everyone, of course, it's hard to see someone else. But but then I was thinking, who's the other actors like Jeremy Renner? And I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't think of many others either. Um, that you know he he shares the screen with a lot so yeah jeff michael murray you know comics hawkeye is blonde too yeah it's a little bit different yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't i don't i'm not gonna react as strongly as rod who apparently okay. just up and left <laughs> yeah i don't know if that was connection issue or i upset him that much um i guess the latter but uh hopefully he comes back there he is okay <laughs> very upset yes um, yes because hawkeye should be out there shooting hoops yeah, let's ball, Natasha. Hey, <laughs> swish. Yeah. No. No. Oh, Benjamin. I don't know. That was the ways of the fan cast. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I'm going to do the class just for you, Benjamin. Chad Michael Murray. All right. Well, let's well, I'll redeem myself. I'll oh, yeah. I, de- I definitely will uh, in a little bit. All right. Let's go to Black Widow. They're, they're friends. Uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow. So let's go on to her. So, ooh, TK, interesting choice. Yeah, I'm not entirely happy with it because, I mean, Scarlett Johansson is just so perfect. As you said, these yes. six, it's it's really really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went Anne Hathaway. I was thinking of somebody who, at the same time, was kind of like, I, you know, she's around the same age. I think you know, as as Scarlett. Obviously, she did Catwoman in Dark Knight Rises, so she can. She can do some action. She can do that thing. And I think, you know, Anne Hathaway has done some broodiness that that, that she could bring to the character. Because especially in the solo Black Widow film, like, there's a real darkness to that character's story. And I could see Anne Hathaway doing that. So so she was my choice. Again, obviously not my, my first choice because Scarlet is perfect, but Anne Hathaway. I like it. I like it. I do as well. Another... Um... DC, yeah, comics carry over. Uh, Dark Knight. Um, I, I'm, I'm thinking about that pairing of her and Lee Pace as well. Right. Uh, that, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That'd be really good. Yeah. That's 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 good. Yep. Okay. Uh, Rod, this is someone we've talked about before already. Yes. But why did as you cast I kind of her? Alluded to earlier, I was thinking about pairings because I cast fan casted Elena, and obviously we did Hawkeye. So I went with Kira Knightley. Uh, Kira Knightley to me. 
going back and rewatching the Pirates movies we did last year, Ben. Watch, watch yourself. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 excuse me, Benjamin. Now, excuse me. Uh, going back and rewatching the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy made me realize that uh, this girl can act. This okay. Woman yeah, can act. Yeah. Uh, but it's her smaller roles that really gets me, right? You think about the, she just, not a great movie, but Silent Night, I thought she was really great in. Uh, she did this movie, Official Secrets, I think it's called. And she was really, really strong in that. And you're right, uh, TK, you have to show a little bit more of kind of like your dark side, a little bit more broodingness. And I feel like you're another could pull that off. Uh, she hasn't really shown a whole lot of that throughout her career, but I feel like that'd be a good challenge for her uh, to do that. Plus, I'm just thinking about her chemistry with Ana de Armas, who I cat- fan cast as uh, Yelena. That's like that, that, that would be awesome. And then her chemistry with Pedro Pascal as a like fan cast as Clint would be really, really great as well. Um, another shout out to the imitation game, Ben. We've been talking about that film a lot already, so I might as well just go ahead and finish it off here. Uh, she's really great in the imitation game. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World is a movie more people need to see. It's an excellent film. She shows a lot of a bit of her comedic chops in that film as well. I have seen that one, Rod. So gold star. Chad Michael Murray. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> You're not off the hook yet, Ben, buddy. Uh, you're, you're you're close. You're close, but you're not quite off the hook yet. So yeah, I I, I like I like Kira Knightley. I think she'd be an excellent choice there. Uh, I went with the easiest answer. I'm sorry, but uh, at least it'll make Rod a little bit happy. Emily Blunt. Ah, okay, yes. okay, I'm back. okay. Chad Michael Murray. But yeah, you're 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 you're, you're, you're okay. like ninety. You're like ninety five percent working. Working my way back. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Was she even casted in the role? She was very close, so. and then or Jack Black would come on and was like, "Come be in Gulliver's Travels." Whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, however it went down, um, I think she would be an excellent uh, Black Widow as well. Yeah, for reasons we've talked about before, with her uh, being cast as other characters uh, before. She would, so uh, she would act Chad Michael Murray right out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, she would. Okay. All right, just just teasing, just teasing. <laughs> I know. All right, Hulk. Let's go to Hulk next. Interesting ones here, Rod. Well, we'll get to it. All right, TK. Who did you have? All right, so there's a couple of people who I actually thought of for Hulk who I thought were just were just too young because I was trying to get in the mindset of 2012. Uh, so the people who I thought of were Winston Duke and Jesse Eisenberg, who I both think like in a different way could be really good as Hulk. A little too young. So I went with Idris Elba, who obviously has been in the MCU as Heimdall. He's got a quiet rage that he can do. He's got the gravitas. I could really just hear him pulling off that I'm always angry line. There's something so unique to Mark Ruffalo's line delivery. And it's so hard to think of anybody else other than Mark Ruffalo, even though I guess we've seen somebody else within the MCU play this role. But that being said, I went with Idris Elba. I, I, I think he would make a good Hulk. I like it. Has he done an Eng- or a uh, American accent? Who Idris? Yes. Uh, he did a movie called Takers back in 2010, 2009, with no, uh, the late Paul Walker, Chris Brown, Ti, a whole bunch of. Yeah, it was a pretty big ensemble. Michael Ealy, I think he pulled off an American accent in that film. Okay. Uh, Does he, he not have do an American enough. accent in the Suicide Squad? Am I? He has his. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got a little. Yeah. I'm trying to hear what his voice sounded like in the Suicide Squad, and I can't. Quite I just called the, the 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 Idris accent. It's, it's a little it's twang. Yeah, 
unique. Yes. unique. Yep. Uh, but yes, I like the choice. But rods, this is one. I don't know if I'm completely on board, but well, go, that's too bad, to, Tom to, Murray. Try to so, um, <laughs> I want to start to Copley. I wanted someone weird to play the Hulk. I, I want someone weird to play Bruce Banner slash the Hulk, especially with this iteration of, uh, we have right now with Mark Ruffalo, a bit more on the quirky kind of quirky kind of side. Charles O'Coughley's weird dude, really weird guy. He's been in some weird roles lately, but I go all the way back to 2009's brilliant master sci-fi masterpiece, District Nine, where he was excellent and showed us a whole a whole range of what he could do, from the emotion to the action. He has that, what TK would say, gravitas uh, to the role. So I don't know what you're, I mean, compared to Chad Michael Murray, Benjamin, I don't, I, I mean, you can't, I, I mean, I don't know what's the word about my choice. I think Charlton Copley would be a really good Bruce Banner slash Hulk. I mean, imagine Charlton Copley being like, I, you know, I don't get angry or uh, that's my secret cap. I'm always angry. Can you imagine, can you imagine that Benjamin? Yeah, I can. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, it's your cast, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I went with someone quite quirky as well. So picture this. He's been quirky. Uh, he can he can pull off the scientist. I think he can do the, the smart scientist side, uh, but also the quirky and funny. You ready for this? John Cusack. Huh? Uh-huh. Uh, interesting. Uh-huh. Not quite uh, Mark Ruffalo and nowhere near the talent of chad michael murray but i think cusack uh could could pull off the role the quirkiness he kind of uh maybe maybe he's a little more well no edward norton um he was a little meaner maybe in his in his role uh mark ruffalo's got a little more heart to him and i think uh i think that's what cusack could could bring as well i really like that pick unexpected but i like it a lot it was unexpected yes I still don't forgive you. It was unexpected. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Okay, this is the uh, the big three. Can we do that? Or is that still a sandwich? Big three's fine. Okay. Big three's fine. Okay. All right. So Thor, TK, who was your choice for Thor? All right. Hear me out. Okay. Channing Tatum. He's got a little bit of what the kids call a himbo nature to him. He. You know, I most recently saw him in Free Guy and he's just like going for it. And he, you know, the accent might be a problem, but he's funny. I, I could really see him in like a Ragnarok type performance. So I went with Channing Tatum. What other thing with Thor, right? Which Thor are we cast? Are we casting pre-Ragnarok or uh or uh, post or you know, Ragnarok and onward? Yeah, that's a good point. I think I picked though. He was actually with someone I, I was gonna put on my list as uh to TK. Uh, especially if we're talking about Ragnarok, I feel like he could pull that off. But I went with uh, Charlie Hunnam. I I love this guy as an actor. I haven't finished Sons of Anarchy, but what I have seen of him in Sons of Anarchy, he is fantastic. Plus, he's he's already he's already built. He's already got that that Thor built. He was you know whatever writing there was in Pacific Rim, he was really good in that too. Uh, but yeah, Sons of Anarchy really came to my mind when I thought of Charlie Hunnam, and he's already got that Thor build to him. Uh, the comedy would probably need some bit of work, but if we're talking pre-Ragnarok, then I feel like he'd be a perfect, perfect uh, fit for that. I definitely went pre-Ragnarok as well, uh, and he would probably stay with the Shakespearean um, holier-than-thou image. Uh, and I went with Alexander Skarsgård. He's pretty, he's pretty ripped too, and he can definitely do the serious. <laughs> I can see him doing the serious, that that 
kind of asshole maybe <laughs> role. Uh, I don't know if he has a likable character. I think he's usually full-on asshole and villain, but but maybe he could do the the nice guy. Was he Tarzan or was that a brother? No, that that was him. That was him. Was Tarzan. Okay, but I didn't really love that movie all that much. So no one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully he can make it work. Okay, Captain America. Uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. But but if he wasn't available, Evans Chris, <laughs> and if if he was in another role already, maybe these options would be viable as well. So, uh, Rod, you stole mine first, and then TK, you stole mine second. But let's hear uh, from from TK our guest first. Sure, it felt like a safeish pick here, mm-hmm. and I went with Chris Pine, just Ooh. based on what he did in Wonder Woman alone. I, he could clearly do this kind of role. And uh, we hear him in Spider-Verse as well as a Peter Parker voice. And obviously yeah. he did Star Trek. Yeah. I think that, you know, nobody could be Evans, but I think that Chris Pine, you know, if there's no Evans in this version of the multiverse, Chris Pine could do it. I like that. That's a good pick. That's a real, ooh, man. Yeah, it'd be really good. Yeah. Captain Chris. Kirk, Captain yeah. America. Yep. Uh, my choice, was my, or my, yeah, my pick was also kind of on the safe side, but I mean, I just look. He's going to be in the MCU eventually, probably this <laughs> year or next year. John Krasinski, I love this. I love this man, and yeah. I, I wasn't really sold on him as an action star until I saw Thirteen Hours. But he's mm-hmm. so good in Thirteen Hours. That's probably one of Michael. That's actually one of Michael Bay's stronger films. And Krasinski pulled uh, was really really great in that. It improves. He can be dramatic. I mean, what's not? He's just so lovable. He's just so likable. What's not to like about Jim from The Office? Seriously. Oh, that's right, Ben. You don't watch The Office, so DK, you watch The Office, right? Come on, she made my day. She made my evening. That's it. That's it. We're done. Actually, no one had the code nonsense on the list, so and yeah, yeah. Okay, now I'm regretting my decision. I I should have gone. <laughs> I I was the rug was pulled out from under me twice, um, and then I what was like, get Chad Michael Murray. Okay, and then I was like, you know what? Let's go with someone who is in the MCU and and played. Um, a similar character now he's gonna be totally nice he's not gonna be an asshole he's got range i know people did not like him uh in the role but i think it was because he played it well because he's a good actor wyatt russell please don't hurt me (laughs) interesting for a second there i thought you were gonna go jude law um but wyatt russell if uh Yeah. yeah I don't know. I mean, we've already seen him in the suit. He I, in in the uh, in the actual cap helmet thing. I know people made fun of him, which was mean. But I don't. I, I, I he's he's a good actor. Um, if he did, you know, of course he's going the nice route with Captain America, and <laughs> not uh, John Walker. But yeah, I, I liked him in the suit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just he was so good as John Walker. I can't. I, I can't. I can't get that image out of my head now. Especially yeah. with him and the bloody shield, it's just it's hard to get that image out of your head. Yeah, but uh, to your point about Wyatt Russell, he is another one of those underappreciated actors that we don't give enough credit to. And Falcon Winter Soldier proves that tremendously. Uh, he is one of the, I mean, the acting and that sh- whatever problems I have with that show, acting was not one of them. And he is right. one, he was probably one of my favorite characters coming out of that series. He's so so good. He's awesome. Plus, we took Chris Pine and John Krasinski, so <laughs> I feel like Wyatt Russell is where you go next. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank you. All right. I feel a little better. Okay. All right. This is uh nope. I, this is Riley. I can't <laughs> yeah. nope. <laughs> I nope. didn't know how to how to preface this. This is nope. very very hard. No one, uh, yeah, they they should never recast Iron Man. I'm sure they nope. will years later. Uh, it better be when I'm dead. It better yeah. be when I'm dead. I, I, I <laughs> Someone who's wanna... not even born yet. You know, seriously, right? right. Yep. But as as tough as this was, we came up with I think some pretty pretty good choices. Um, <laughs> so cast your mind back uh, to 2008. Yeah, and and let's see who could possibly take over the role of Tony Stark, Iron nope. Man, <laughs> nope. TK. All right. So with Steve Rogers, I wanted to play it a little safe. Someone who is in that same kind of realm as Evans. Tony Stark, as you guys know, like this is the impossible one. So I went with somebody who's got a little bit of a different look. Somebody who maybe back in 2008, wouldn't have quite been there in his career yet because he is almost 10 years younger than RDJ. But thinking about where this guy is now in his career, I kind of want to make a case for it. And I'm really, I'm really teasing this out. I'm thinking, excuse me, the delivery of the line, genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. (laughs) And I'm thinking of Bradley Cooper. He can do the comedy. He can Mm -hmm. be a leading man. Mm -hmm. He was almost my choice. He was really? almost my okay. choice. Yeah. Okay. He, cause I, I think he is as close to a Tony Stark as you can get. That's what I'm thinking. It's, man. it's Bradley yeah. Cooper uh, because he it's that it's that comedic timing. It's that. Yeah. He, God, that's a great pick. I'm glad someone said it. Yeah. That's a strong pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm just, I like I'm just thinking about in him interacting with everybody else in the MCU. Yeah. Bradley Cooper would be a really good pick. Man, him and Chris Pine. Yeah, that'd be something. Yeah. Civil War. Oh, something. yeah. That would, that would be something. That would be good. That would be really, that would be something. I like it a lot. And Pass. Uh, no, you got to do it. You, yours for Civil War would be John versus John. Pass. So, so which which John did you decide Pass. for <laughs> Iron Man? Uh, I went with John Ham, the madman himself, or madmen, as you would, as we like to call it. Uh, <laughs> Look, I've I've gone many times on this podcast how much the the character what RDJ brought to Tony Stark and how much that has meant to me and just my life and period. So recasting him was the toughest decision on this list here because it was just it was just way too difficult. And if there's anyone I don't want to see brought back or any iteration, I don't even want to see Tom, as much as I love Tom Cruise. I don't even want to see him in the suit. Um, I've had I even had discussions with people on Instagram about I don't want to see anybody else in that suit but RDJ, but. I think John Hamm could do maybe not as good of a job as Bradley Cooper, but he could do a well enough job. He's got that charisma. I feel like his comedic timing, I feel like needs to be, he needs good. I think he's going to get a good writing team around him. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of his comedic timing, but more off on his dramatic side. I feel like he's got some good dramatic chops when he needs to get a little bit more serious, when he really needs to get down and, and gritty. Like I feel like civil war, he, him and, yeah, John John versus John, that'd be really intense. Be a really good standout for him. But uh, this was tough. It just was. And but I think John Hamm, like I said, the charisma's there, the some of the comedic timings there, I guess. He's got some of those Tony Stark isms in him, you know, with the him being a little bit of a douchebag. Oh, the billionaire playboy philanthropist. 
But what I had a, a hard time was, can I see him saying those iconic lines of I am Iron Man? And it took me a while. I had to p- play it in my head like five or six times, but it finally came around. Uh, that's like that's a, the toughest for all our actors we choose. Who 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 who's going to deliver that line as good as RDJ can? So, but yeah, I went with John Hamm. And the more I talk about, it, the more I don't like it. But I, I can't <laughs> I can't find anybody else who would do as good of a job as RDJ. So yeah, definitely not Tom Michael Murray though. So okay, <laughs> yet again. All right. Um. Yeah. Like y'all said, super hard. This guy hasn't been in. He's been in a lot, but not anything real big. Um, so this would be a good, you know, upcoming, not up and coming, but big blockbuster role for him. Uh, I can see him pulling off the goatee at least. So that's good. And I think he was in the running, like early talks. <laughs> and I went with Timothy Oliphant. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of can picture him in the suit and everything. Uh, I haven't thought about him saying the lines and stuff. I don't know about that, but uh, I also kind of want, I, I did watch Scream 2 the other day uh, in uh-huh. preparation of Scream. And he's he's good in that. He's got the snarky stuff. Um, so I kind of added to my decision as well. Yeah. What was the other thing? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for a little bit. Going on 60 seconds. I need to see that again. Uh, but yeah, I think I think he can do the, the snarky. I don't know. I, mean, I guess the comedy he could pull off. But That'd be think, his challenge. Yeah. Because he is definitely a more dramatic actor. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just I'm just thinking of what he did in that uh, show, Justified. Uh, I need to see that. Yeah. He is really great in it, but he's not really a comedic role at all. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he can he can work around that with good writing and everything. Um, yep. Yeah, definitely need the writing. But yeah, that was that was my choice. I I saw him. Uh, I, I believe he was on that short list early on, and I kind of caught on to that and thought that would be good but him and the goatee i can yeah, see he that pull, he could pull it off <laughs> sure. yeah uh, i think bradley cooper was the best choice out of all of ours though uh, yes the more i'm thinking yeah. about it the more i'm like i could definitely see it i was thinking about his performance in uh licorice pizza yeah and just how he can he can just he's a little chaotic mm-hmm. and i feel like tony yeah. stark has that sometimes too you know absolutely streisand streisand all right. That's it, Ben. Well, please don't make me run through the list again, uh, like nope, we sometimes do. <laughs> With top 10, <laughs> not doing that. But uh, if you want to hear the list again, you can re-listen to the episode. That would be fun. But anyway, uh, that was our Marvel recasting and fan casting for Fantastic Four. Uh, so we'll we'll see we'll see how we all we uh, do with that when they announce the cast. That would be fun. Uh, see if any any of us got it right. And if any of us got any recasting right, potentially, uh, with the rumors for Dr. Strange. But anyway, thank you, TK, for joining us once again. Always glad to talk to you and always glad to talk about MCU stuff as well. Yeah, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Even if I was sweating there a little bit, I was worried (laughs) that, you know, Rod might have to kick me out. Uh, Even though I had a strong start here tonight, there were a couple (laughs) moments where I wasn't sure. But thankfully, we made it to the end. And I'm very relieved. And I hope that I did enough that you might invite me back someday. Oh, well, for, for, first of all, TK, I mean, the Civil War, uh, Ben and I are both huge New Girl fans, so you already, you already want us over with New Girl, so you're, you're welcome back anytime. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I was definitely sweating as well. Glad to, glad to do this. Yeah, I was. Uh, I listened to your um, Character Drafts also episode on 
there was an idea. That's a lot of fun. That's a really good idea too. Thanks. Yep. I, just love um, the, I love the title of that podcast. That's, that's yeah. so clever. I <laughs> yep. love that. Thank you, thank you. The logo too works. Yeah, it really works. Um, but so uh, you talked about how you, you made your list and it was hard. And then you're like, all right, lock it in. And then the day of recording, you said you were nervous and thinking over it again. <laughs> and uh, I did that too <laughs> with this one. But oh, uh, yeah. but still, still fun. Still fun to do. So Definitely. yeah, where can, where can we find you? I know I just talked about your podcast, but plug it again. Yeah, it's called There Was an Idea, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And I'm at an idea underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find the show wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for listening to the character draft. That was a lot of fun. These exercises are, like you said, you, get, you, you overthink it a little bit, but right. it's a lot of fun to do. For sure. Uh, and Rod, where can listeners find us? Well, I wanted to give a quick shout out to One Tree Hill. If you're really interested in watching uh, Binging One Tree Hill, you can find it on Hulu. It is okay. streaming on Hulu. All episodes are available. That's good. Uh, you can see all of Chad Michael Murray's greatness uh, as him, Lucas Scott, hitting them threes. Uh, but if you want to listen to some films or listen to film podcasts, find us at the Infinity Film Podcast Instagram page. You can find, out, you can find us there. You can email us with your fan cast, with your favorite character from One Tree Hill at rb.theinfinityfilmpodcast at gmail.com. That is rodben.theinfinityfilmpodcast at gmail.com. Are you a Nathan? Are you a Lucas uh, fan? Are you a Brooke Davis fan? Please let us know. We want to know all about your favorite One Tree Hill. Who would you fan cast on One Tree Hill? Okay. I'm sure all right. I'm shutting this down. <laughs> I'm shutting this down. We're running long. Yeah. Thank you. We, we've seen uh, more people listening. Um, as of Absolutely. late also so thank you for that and please again leave a review on itunes if you want to and send us an email if you want to come up uh with some ideas or or want to be on the podcast as well and also looking at anchor which is our uh one and only sponsor so far thanks guys uh there's a lot of listeners from united kingdom so uh thank you for that and i'll be i'll be coming to see you guys soon so uh yeah any any other suggestions for bars also uh that tk doesn't mention then uh, let me know so yep thanks again to everyone for listening hope you had a good time uh i know i know we did besides that one casting and we will see you next time